Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling his solo, and man, am I so happy. Man, the University of Miami is doing a darn thing. One of them hurricanes are rolling like, oh, I don't even want to say a hurricane, because that's one of those words that's almost kind of like, if you're not talking about the Miami hurricanes in Florida, the word hurricane is kind of taboo, especially with some of these um People that have not been in Florida for quite a while. But hey, the Miami Hurricane, the U, the University of Miami, the turnover chain. Oh my goodness, these boys rolling. They undefeated, still, still undefeated. 9 and 0. Put a beat down on Notre Dame, one of our favorite opponents to put a beat down on. The Notre Dame fighting Irish. Oh man, I, I tell you, we have a caller calling in once in a while. His name's Scoop, but uh, his name his name James, but we call him Scoop. And he is such a Notre Dame homer. You can't believe this dude from Florida, and he's such a Notre Dame homer. But I I I, I just wonder how he's feeling about it. now. He did call me and congratulate me, but I just want to say uh, congratulations to Mark Rick and. Um, this Miami Hurricane team, they're just really playing some some outstanding football. And they're, they're doing exactly what we want as coaches and as players and as teammates. This is what we want more than anything is to get better and better and better. Every week you want to get better. And this team has done that. I mean, when we look back at, at, at the Florida State game and – and some of us may say, hey, hey, Miami didn't play well against Florida State. Maybe they didn't, but at the same time, um, it, it was another win for us. Um, and, and some people may say um, um, uh, against um, Georgia Tech, it was a very close game, 25-24. We won that game, came out victorious. Um, and and whew, I was down there when we played Syracuse, 27-19, and Syracuse played relentless against the Hurricanes. And, hey, when we played North Carolina, we knew we were going to be in for a fight, a, a hard game against North Carolina. They've played us They've played us hard since Butch Davis was the coach there. And I don't know what Butch told him when he was there, but they have played us like, like they played nobody else. They played Miami uh, at a higher level. And I think this team realized something in that game is that everybody's going to play us hard. We're gonna get the best of everybody, and so there is no, 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 no games off. And that's where we are now. When we, when we have beaten Virginia Tech, we put a beat down on Notre Dame, playing the best football we've we've played the entire season, and this may be the best team in the United States. I mean, they're playing at a level that is as high or higher than any team in the nation right now. And because this team is so, 
I mean, just so seem like these guys are ready to play every game. Um, I think Mark Rick has his team knowing and understanding. Hey, it's strictly business now. It's all about business. This is a business decision. Every decision we make from this point on out throughout this season, anything to do with your life is going to be a business decision because it's going to be some haters out there. You know, it's going to be some people out there going to be patting you on the back and at the same time trying to pull you down. So you got to be so careful. And I know Mark is smart enough and he know the streets of Miami. You know, he know the streets of South Florida and he know what kind of crabs out there. So I know Mark is, 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 is warning this team. And if he's not, I am keeping nose clean, Hurricane players. You know, right now you're the hottest thing in South Florida, hottest thing in the United States of America. You're number two in the nation. Got Hurricane fans that that have put up some of that, put up some old sweaters and and jackets and and and, and hats. They done broke them out. Man, some of these things ain't been broke out since the early 2000s. Man, some of this stuff 17 years old. Uh, man, I'm, I'm telling you, it might even have a few holes in it and might even have some old stains from some chili or something from way back when. But the Hurricane fans are really, really showing up. And it's so good to see to, to see this 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 um this, the Hard Rock Stadium rocking. I mean, I can't I can't compare anything to the Orange Bowl, but the Hard Rock Stadium is rocking. I mean, this crowd, the crowd at that place is 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 phenomenal. Um, to see to see the fans back in Miami, and, and trust me, as a true fan and a former player, and being so much a part of this program, inside and out, I, I I've seen the the days when we have you know, 10,000 fans, and we're trying to say it's 10,000 in the stadium when it could have been less. And I've seen the days when, you know, fans are wearing more Dolphin stuff than they, just as much Dolphin stuff as they are Hurricane stuff because it didn't, it wasn't, it just, the, the passion wasn't there. But now, man, let me tell you, the passion is back in Miami and the Hurricanes are playing football at a very, very high level. And, and and we just have to applaud this team. And I'm telling you, man, I mean it's so many it's so much to be happy about. And uh and we have to applaud this hurricane team. Hey, we got Vince on the line. What's up, Vince? How you doing, Mr. Allen? Hey man, these Miami Hurricanes are dominating the sports info UM show tonight. That's what we talking about. We talking about Malik Rozier, 15 of 24, 137 yards in the air, you know, and, and then and 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 he had a he had a, a stellar night rushing the ball, nine rushes, 44 yards, and a TD. Come on, hey, Miss Al. Yes, sir. Do, do you what? The, my question is to you: Is do you think that motivation chain worked? You know, because out of all the coaches we done had down there, we had nothing to really motivate them kids. And now since they were doing so much discipline the last 10, 10 years or 14, 13 years and punishing them so much like like the mean with the coaches were punishing their own players, trying to discipline them, then the really coaching win games. And right now, Mark Rick got these guys playing. 
at the best of their ability in their level, and they not getting in trouble. They ain't causing no problems. And then everybody thought when they had the turnover chain that that was going to affect the team, but they don't know that what really got them motivated. And I really think that chain is meaning a lot to them kids because they want to outdo each other to win. So that makes them have to play harder. You understand? Oh, Vince, uh, last week we had um, Ph.D. Dr. Candace Drummond on the show, and that was one of the things she talked about, we talked about with her, was um, the motivation of the of the uh, turnover chain. And she said that um, any tool that you can use to motivate people is a good thing. But because that that is so much a part of of Miami, you know, gold chains. And when we think about the rappers out of Miami, it's always been by gold chains, yeah. gold teeth. So, yeah. you know, uh, and, and, and the thought that that gold chain is some real gold in that thing, too. From what I understand, it's, it's uh, 10 karat real gold. So I would want to wear it. Yeah, I want to play for it now and motivate them to wear it. Since Randy Shannon, Butch Davis, Coker, them guys disciplined the team and, and they really didn't have no motivation like to go on the field and play hard. But that change make them play hard because they want to win as an individual they know if they win it, the pro scouts are looking at it, they're observing them, and they use back. And, and, and believe it or not, there's so many pro athletes come from University of Miami, which people don't really acknowledge that. But at the same time, too, a person like me from South Florida, I acknowledge it. But at the same time, these kids start to acknowledge it because they mark get my my name before they go and go see for themselves. They we don't put them down. We finna start getting some players coming from out of state. They want to be there because they want to be motivated by a good coach and be surrounded by a good team and somebody trying to go to the next level and we was trying to play college football as my son was trying to play college football and he got the grades and he qualified to play. I'd rather for him to go to Miami because if he can play in Miami, he can play in the pros. He can play on Sunday. And that's I, one I thing agree. I respect Miami for. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think the, um, the things that they're doing now are really affecting the future of the University of Miami program. And when we look at uh, yeah. at the recruiting, right now Miami recruiting for 2018, their class is ranked number four. Um, so, you know, I, 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 and when you think about it, Penn State, Texas, and Ohio State are ahead of Miami. Now, do you think guys want to go to Ohio and play football, Texas, or Penn State? Or do you think they want to come down and play for that turnover chain in Miami? And you're right. And when you look at when you look at your TV on Sunday, you, you see players like Frank Gore been in the league, I think, 12 years. You see Calais Campbell still in the league, dominating, dominating football. So man, we, we and when we and the list goes on and on. Orlando Franklin. So it's just so many of these guys, man, that are um, the, um that are uh, that are doing things in the NFL. And I've always said that 
Sunday is just as big a recruiter for the University of Miami as Saturday is at the, for the University of Miami. And when you see players like Ed Reed hanging out on the sideline, man, doing his thing, you know what I mean? So, hey, I, I, I you, you got to applaud that. You know, and it makes you feel like some of that old UM is back, you know. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Michael Irvin was on the field. Um, so, uh, Russell Maryland was at the game two weeks ago when I was down there. You know, and, and um, um, it's frequently you see Reggie Wayne down there at the games, man. So, the old UM is back, man, and... It's just so good. It's a good feeling, and, and it's nothing better and brings a community closer than a winning football team. I've, I've said that on a number of occasions. And they inspire the kids. I, 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 they inspire the kids, and um, I think the kids look forward to them guys being there, and I don't care what night you play University of Miami in a Miami game, it's like they were playing in the Earth Bowl right now. Because whatever time you played in the Orange Bowl, you already know who you come to play. You already know what the deal is. You know it's already packed, and when you get there, when the smoke clears, the chain's on top. And that's what they've got back down in Miami now. And they they looking real good. And Mark, Mark Rick is a very great coach. And I already knew he was a good coach at Georgia, but he really got these boys inspired to become more better than what they are. And right now they're playing at the top of their ability. And I would like to see them in that championship against Alabama for us all. And I think they deserve to be there. And I think they're going to get there. I really do. Hey, well, I was looking for them to be there this year. I was looking for them to be there next year. Because this is their first year really playing together. But they still got a few more hurdles to climb. They 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 ready. They 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 open up a lot of cans of worms this week. Like, you know, I, I, I agree with and, you, um, Vince. I, I I agree with Vince. you. They they opened a lot of eyes. We it was some people out there that was still saying, "Is this team for real?" You know, and, and this guy Joey Galloway, man, he really gets on my nerves every week. Six weeks in a row, he's going against the University of Miami, and and you know he went against us last week too against Notre Dame. Hey, but Miami has gotten better every week. Their preparation yep. is better. We see things. We see little wrinkles in their offense now that we haven't seen in the beginning of the season. There's so many plays that they're putting in now that that catch people off guard, and they really are big plays. They turn out to be big plays. So they're catching people mm-hmm. off guard because it's hard to prepare for a team that do a lot of things, have a lot of formations, and, um, and, and an offensive line that is just very physical and aggressive. So it's very hard to prepare mm-hmm. for that. But they play so many players on defense that you ne- they never really get tired. You keep a fresh yep. set of guys out there all the time, and they keep coming and coming and coming, and they really made this Notre Dame offensive line that was predicted and said to be all these guys up there going pro. I think they had three guys predict- projected to be in top three rounds on that offensive line, and these guys made them look almost like they was just average guys, and they looked so tired. I didn't think it was that hot down there, but I remember 
It Back in the hot. day, it, it might not be that hot, but the humidity, man, it will hit you, and they saying you you sweating like you've never sweat before. So Vince, there was a lot of things going on down there in Miami uh, over the week and over the weekend, and um, I tell you, um, I, I think Miami showed them that they they are definitely not a pushover, and this is a team that's on the hunt for the national championship. It's not it's not anymore about about let's being first time ACC champion. That's that's important, very important, but. It's also just one piece of this puzzle that they're trying to put together to um, to make to make history. You know, hey, the the, the bottom line is to make history. Um, well, we're in, we're in 2017. They won a national championship in, in uh, 1987. So hey, the, yeah. it's to, to make history. Let's do this thing, man. Yeah, they sure can. Yeah, they deserve. Yeah. We just celebrated the 87 championship team this year with Michael Irvin. It was a year after I graduated, and I graduated in 1986. But we just celebrated that team. Michael Irving, um, Steve Walsh was on that team, um, Bill Hawkins, Danny Stubbs. So, hey, this is uh, 30 years later. There's nothing wrong with, uh, with, with doing the darn thing. Let's do it. It's out there for the taking. Let's take it. Hey, Vince, man, we got to run. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And Vince, don't be a stranger, man. We be, we here every Monday. Well, I ain't got to tell you a stranger. You call us all the time, Vince. We love it. We love hearing yeah. from you on the Sports Info, you on radio show. Take care, Vince. We'll holler at you. Okay, buddy. All right. We'll holler at you. Hey, but, um, you know, this I tell you, um, Malik Rozier has, has proven that he is a solid quarterback. And, and Mark Rick, you know, hey, Matthew Stafford, Mark Rick, you know, Charlie Ward, Mark Rick, you know, Mark Rick, and he was a quarterback in college. You know, if anyone we would expect to um, get get the most, get the maximum out of Malik Rozier, it would be Mark Rick, former quarterback, quarterback coach, offense coordinator. I would think that he would be the person that would get the most out of Mark Rick and uh, out of um, Malik Rozier, and he's doing it. Not only that, but when we lost Mark Walton, uh, I think around the third third game of the season, for the season, a lot of people questioned. Um, um, a lot of people questioned Homer, you know, Travis Homer. Uh, now, um, I, I I questioned Travis Homer a little bit, but I also said, man, I like Travis Homer. He hits the whole hard. That's what I that's what I said. I said that about him when I saw him in the in the spring. I said about him when I saw him in the fall. But I was I I also was a little concerned because we were so almost dependent on Mark Walton. We we put a lot in in Mark Walton. Uh, he was a big part of our offense, and at the same time, maybe that was um, I wouldn't say a a good thing, but it was a thing. Hey guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and when we get back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about um about the University of Miami's offense. This strong, strong defense and a little bit more about that turnover chain. Hey, we'll be back after these messages with more sports info. You will. Your internet flagship station for sports. 
Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're talking Western Ambush this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, taking a closer look at all the amazing big game hunting opportunities found in the Western states. Joining us is Jason Matzinger, host of Into High Country, Jill Gector from Cinch Jeans, Dean Capuano of Swarski Optic Quest, and Freddie Hartice of Hollywood Hunter. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, three University of Miami players made the ACC Conference Players of the Week. Navon Donaldson, sophomore, uh, freshman, offensive guard. Man, this guy, is, he's, he's, he's so good. I mean, I just, just got to make sure he stays healthy because he will probably only be with this team for another two more years after this year. He's just he's really good. Um, uh, sophomore linebacker, Zach McLeod. Man, had an outstanding game. And uh, junior safety, Jaquan Johnson. Uh, Jaquan Johnson got a turnover chain again. Uh, so, man, it's just so impressive to see this team continue to just really get better and better and better. And I I, 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 I applaud Mark Rick. Man, the guy's doing an awesome job. He, he really is. And um, he, he, ah, he's doing a good job. But we were talking about um, um, Travis Homer. Um, early and Travis Homer, 18 rushes, 146 yards, um, no turnovers, and and that's another thing about Travis Homer that we don't that I don't think people give him enough credit for it. And you know, you know, he doesn't turn the ball over. Knock on, knock on wood. You know, um, he he's he's doesn't look like a, a powerful guy, but man, he really runs like a powerful running back. Um, hey, but. 237 yards on the ground. Quarterback got 40, 44 yards. Um, hey, I tell you, 
we got another up and coming running back uh, in the stable too. DJ Dallas, D E E J A Y, DJ Dallas, and uh, uh, freshman running back out of out of Brunswick, Georgia. And when we got this kid, he he came in as an athlete, so we really didn't know where they were going to play him at. I thought they were going to put him at wide receiver, um, but. He looks like he's holding his own at 5'10", 200 pounds at running back. And um, looks like he's doing a pretty darn good job at it, too. I, I, I like his style. Um, doesn't and He holds on to the ball well, catches the ball well. Um, a lot of good things are going to come from this young man. And he's just a freshman. And not putting a lot of pressure on him because Homer really likes to be in the game. You know, you, you can tell this cat Homer is a gamer. I don't like. I really. I'm still concerned a little bit about Mark Rick having um having Homer on the kickoff team, having having um um having Braxton Barrios on the uh, kickoff team. I, I, that kind of stuff still concerns me. And hey, but you gotta you gotta applaud this the way this team spreads the ball around. You know, um, Herndon, four receptions. He led the team in receptions. Um, Homer, two receptions. Um, Thomas, two receptions. Barrios, two receptions. Harris, three receptions. So, you know, um, this this team is is really they're really spreading the ball around. And and you just really have to have to like what you see from um, this Mark Rick team. I mean, man, they look good. I love what the Hurricanes are doing. Hey, but let's talk a little bit more about what's really going on in college football. You know, um, when we when we look at Miami, yeah, the Hurricanes now are ranked number two. Alabama barely won on Saturday against Mississippi State. Now, trust me when I tell you, this was a very close game and a game that um, a lot of people thought that if you're watching, no, if you're watching this game, you you, you really had a scare um, watching that game. I mean, it, it, it was just really close. Alabama caught through a pass late in the game and scored a touchdown to take the lead and the final score was 31-24. At that time, the score was tied 21-24-24. And I think it was about less than a minute in the game when Alabama scored that touchdown to um, to take the lead and win the game. Um, Alabama, they are really are, they really are banged up. I didn't I you know I, I kept hearing all these stories about Alabama players being banged up, but when you look when I looked at the game, you could see it. You could see the the quality of athletes that they had out there was not what you would expect from an Alabama team at the beginning of the season. What we saw from an Alabama team at the beginning of the season, it just didn't it just didn't come across as uh, as the same kind of product. So Alabama ranked number one. Yes, but how long will they be there? And 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 when we when we um when we look at at this Alabama team, they still have Auburn to play. Um, so that that's that right there. 
is is a tough, tough opponent because some of us saw what Auburn did to Georgia over the weekend. I mean, hey, Auburn, Auburn pretty much uh, manhandled Georgia, who had leaped up to the number two number two spot, and and some of us were saying they were worthy to be there, and they got beat pretty bad, forty to seventeen by Auburn. Georgia look didn't look like a um, uh, they 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 didn't look like a a, a number two ranked team against Auburn. Now, is Auburn worthy of being in the top five? I'm not sure. Uh, This team, they they had a lot of um, of yards in passing, 251 yards in passing. Um, 16 of um, Sidham was 16 of 23, three TDs, no interceptions. Um, But they're, I mean, Auburn just really ran the ball like like crazy. This guy, this guy Johnson, for Auburn, uh, ran for thirty two rushes, one hundred and sixty seven yards, and um, uh, Keron Johnson, uh, a junior running back out of Huntsville, Alabama, ran for one hundred and sixty seven yards against against Georgia and. Hey, 32 rushes, 167 yards. Not very often we see teams get get 32 rushes. See, see, um, players have that many rushes in a game um, nowadays. It's very seldom, very seldom that we see that. But hey, Auburn is a team to be reckoned with. Um, their ranking is is yet to be. You know, they they're gonna be. They are ranked. At number six, Wisconsin still undefeated, ten and zero, is ranked number five. Clemson is um, nine and one, ranked number four. Oklahoma is um, Oklahoma is number three, nine and one, and Miami is number two in the coaches poll and in the AP poll at number two. Um, in the in the coaches poll, Oklahoma is number five, and Wisconsin is number four. So yeah, it's a little bit of change there. However, uh, right now, when I look at all of these teams, and I and and I know my opinion is biased, but I do think that Miami is better, and Miami can play with any of those teams. Um, some years back, I said that that there's a lot of parity in college football. And then all of a sudden, Alabama came along and just started to dominate with a stranglehold on college football. But we see now that injuries can bring everybody back to the fold. And no, well, not bring everybody, just bring Alabama back to the fold. And uh, and that's may, that may be a, a, um, hey, a, a end for a lot of teams, Miami included. Oklahoma included, Clemson included, Auburn still hanging in there, um, Wisconsin for sure. So I, I, I really think that um, that there's some things going on. Now, hey, it, but when you look at Ohio State, two losses, I just don't see them having a chance now. Uh, Auburn, they have two losses, but the two losses came early in the season. Um, Notre Dame, they just had their second loss. 
it's too late in the season for them. I just don't see it. If you and and hey, when I look at Miami with no losses, nine wins, I don't think that Arkansas State game counts anymore. I thought at one point that might be used against us. I think Miami. I think the Notre Dame game counts for two. Uh, Arkansas two games. It counts for the Arkansas State game, and it counts for the uh, for the Notre Dame game. Beat Notre Dame in Miami like that, uh, forty one to eight. It counts for two games. So that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave it at that. But ACC championship game, December second, in in Charlotte, North Carolina, where the Carolina Panthers play, where they're playing the Miami Dolphins tonight. Maybe the Miami Dolphins let us know how that feel is. But they play the Miami Dolphins. Carolina Panthers are playing the Miami Dolphins. That's where the ACC championship game will be. I plan on being there. I hope so. I'm, I'm making efforts to go there. But we still have some unfinished business, and I really don't like to get ahead of myself. But it's just so good to know that Miami will be in the ACC championship um, this year and look like we own our way, baby. We are on our way. Let's talk a little bit about NFL and a little bit of about a little bit other things going on in the world of sports. You know, yesterday I actually saw uh, Dak Prescott get sacked six times, and it was unbelievable by one man, and and that, and that just made it just so uh, just just made it crazy. You know, uh, Adrian Claiborne sacked Zach Zach. Uh, Dakota Prescott six times yesterday and I mean I think all of them came from one offensive tackle and you just got to think they have to have somebody to help this offensive tackle maybe a running back with a chip or a tight end or something it just makes no sense for the Dallas Cowboys to be such a professional team and to have one spot be such a ugly spot for them yesterday, and um, and 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 when and when Dak Prescott is your number one quarterback, young quarterback like that, you would think that um, you would think that they would do a little bit better job at protecting him. It just it just it, it really made me sick to see them let this young man get sacked so many times. It just made no sense, you know. But um, you know I. I <laughs> The Tampa Bay Buccaneers did win yesterday, and uh, maybe we'll hear from Red. I'm not sure, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did win, and uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning, now we're questioning: uh, Will Jameis Winston be back this week? You know that that's the question that every everybody wants to know: Will Jameis Winston be back? Will, will he start this week? You know, and and hey. Yeah, that's that's a very very good question. Will Jameis Winston um, be back? Uh, Fitzpatrick won for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday, and um, um, Tampa Bay took their record to three and six. You know they beat the Jets. The Jets are four and six, but a win is a win is a win in this league, and Jameis Winston hasn't done that. Very much. As a matter of fact, the uh, Tampa Bay only had two wins coming into coming into yesterday, 
And now now this team has three wins, and Fitzpatrick got one of those. 17 of 34, 187 yards, one TD, one interception. You know, is that is that um, is that enough? Is that enough for him to keep his job? Is that enough to take Jameis Winston's job? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hey, uh, we got a call on the line, Matt. We got who we got on the line, Matt? We'll take Brett. What's going on, Brett? How you doing, buddy? Loving this life I got. How you doing? What's happening? What's going? What's going on, number thirty-seven? Uh, <laughs> man, I'm up here running my mouth and not paying attention to the screen. I got some callers on the line. What's happening, man? Loving it, man. The Hurricanes undefeated. Wearing a turnover chain three, four, five times a game. And the rank number two in the United States of America. Woo! Let me well, get a Rick Flair. Let, let, woo! How about <laughs> them canes, number 37? Let, 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 me, let me tell you something, Daryl. There's a couple of points I'd like to make. And by the way, I enjoy your radio show. This is a. Uh, this is. I've called in many times before, and I uh, always love doing so. But there's a couple of things I want to share out there. Everybody listening in. Number one, the game day TV show that airs from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time broke every single game day Nielsen rating. They did a four-hour commercial, basically. For the University of Miami, kids left and right are dropping their recruits and decommitting. They're going to go to Miami, and they showed the pool, they showed the lake, they showed the study areas, and let me tell you something, Daryl Oliver, every kid watched game day, before the game ever kicked off, whether Miami wins out and goes to the ACC championship, you know what everybody listening to Daryl Oliver's show? It's immaterial. That ship has already sailed, folks. Enjoy whatever happens this year happens because it's over. The Canes will dominate recruiting. Every young kid that wants to get a private school education with a faith-based head coach is going to go to the University of Miami. And did you That's see right. the behavior of those kids? The leadership, the maturity of those kids coming off the field after they played like a bunch of crazy-ass dogs. Did you see how they came over to the sideline and acted like pros? Yeah. Did anybody notice that on the sideline? The discipline on this team. The lack of penalties that they get. accountability to one another. The things, Daryl Oliver, that you and your crew and my crew started at Miami, and it's being restarted. Yep. Hey, Brett. Man, thanks for yes, calling, sir. brother. We got some other people holding on. Don't be a stranger, Brett. We're here every Monday night on the Sports Info You and Radio Show. Give us a call, brother. Yes, I'll sir. be hollering at you. Daryl Oliver, I'm out. Go Kane. Much love. Thanks, Brett. Hey, Matt, we got Larry on the line. Larry, what's going yes. on? Hey, Daryl, Daryl. How you doing, bro? I'm doing fine man. in South Florida. Doing great, man. Yep. I, I think down there in South Florida. Is the weather nice? Uh, Oh, the weather, well, it's a little rainy now, but it was dry Saturday night when we needed it dry to put on a great show at the Hard Rock Stadium. Man, I was so proud of the team. You know, interesting enough, the gentleman who was just on, you know, had a lot of good things to say about recruiting because that's that's number one. Um, You know, it brought back some of the the history, some of the nostalgia between Notre Dame and the University of Miami. Uh, Whoever won that game, 
definitely won a national championship. And, it, and, it, and, it, and, it, and that was a game that was indicative of, of uh, our players uh, wanting that game so that we could play, get an opportunity to play for the national championship. I just think that the team in the beginning didn't know how good they were. Uh, Mark Rick made uh, reference to that. You know, hey, they, they just start winning, so they're, they're getting used to winning. They're, it's just, they're trying to figure out you know, how it feels to win. Now they've got a dose of it. They've got a taste of what it's like to win on a national on the national level. So I think uh, our team going forward, uh, they, they expect them, they, what they expect of themselves is to perform to the top of their ability, to their capabilities. So we're going to see uh, the Canes perform much better than what they did in previous games because they know now that they can play, that they can match talent for talent and even exceed expectations uh, that they've done in the past. Oh, yeah. So I'm really excited about it. I am too, man. And this team knows now, man, everything now is strictly business. You know, every decision right. that this team makes is all about business. Because anything that goes wrong, it's going to be it's gonna be a, a big explosion on a, on a TV. Somebody get a parking right. ticket and argue with a police officer, it's a big explosion. Oh, yeah. It's gotta, yeah, it, yeah everything yeah, now yeah. is under the, under the microscope for this team. But, but and we really I just have to you, keep though, our but, focus. But Marcus sort of, you know, changed the image. Uh, you he know, has. You know, he's a good Christian guy. I've known Mark since his college days at the University of Miami. Even when he was coming out of the Boca High School, you know, I followed him from there. And he and I have gotten to be good friends. And I like his, the, what he, you know, brings to the team. Not only his knowledge and expertise, but, you know, his, 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 he's like a father figure to these guys. And, right. And he is, That, that oh, also yeah. helps, too. Oh, yeah. It definitely helps. Yeah, but now you know you gotta love what Mark is doing to his team, and I and like I was saying earlier, man, to, to see this team come from a team that used to make some of the dumbest penalties you ever saw in your life, you used to see this team line up offsides, and it just made you sick when you see a penalty right. coming out of referee's pocket because one of our defensive linemen lined up offsides. You know, you just don't right. see that kind of silliness coming from a Mark Rick team. I mean, and you, you know, have to applaud him for that. You're absolutely right. You know, I attended some of the practices and, and just the way he runs practice, you know, the enthusiasm, the, the, the business-like uh, atmosphere there. You know, everything is on point. Everything is like, you know, by timing. And uh, the charisma, you know, the head he has that he brings to the table, you know, kind of rubs off on the team, you know, so they're, they're getting at too. But um, I, I wanted to bring up something. Uh, a very good friend of mine, Dave Durson, uh, who's one of the players I used to represent, he was like a brother to me. And he, each year, he and I would bet Christmas trees, you know, for who, the winner of the Notre Dame University of Miami game. So uh, for a long time, he had, you know, he had that. But, you know, I guess I do now. So uh, <laughs> you know, I just want to send out a message to him in heaven. And now uh, Luther Bradley, who's a former player of Notre Dame, and I have uh, kind of rekindled that, that, uh, that wager every year now. Yeah. I tell you, Larry, man, it's a good feeling to beat Notre Dame in Miami and to see that stadium rocking the way it was rocking over the weekend. Oh, man, the last the last three weeks, to be honest with you, from the Syracuse game to the Virginia Tech game to that game, and I'm sure it's it's going to be a big crowd this weekend for the Virginia game. Hey, man, we're, we're, we're back. Um, this team is really good, and they're humble. They show a lot of humility. Um, you just don't see stupidity, and that's what I love right. more than anything, right. man. 
Yeah. Right? Or, or plays that will cause, you know, personal foul penalties, things like that. They only got one player during the game. Uh, but, yeah. You know, one of the things that impressed me about the quarterback, he reminds me of uh, Russell Wilson. They kind of look alike, about the same size, you know. And, and he, you know, he's a good field general. Uh, I like him a lot, you know. I think he's gaining the confidence that he didn't have at the beginning of the season, that he, you know, he's been you know, getting his own swagger now. He's been getting his own confidence. So he's able to, to check off on certain plays and, and really be a good field general now. So I really, I really like him now. Malik is a really good quarterback. I like him, too. Hey, Larry, we got to take a quick commercial break, though. But, um, hey, man, don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night okay. talking about the U, talking about sports, sure. talking about NFL, NBA. Give us a call, Larry. Will do. Will do. Hey, we'll do. thanks. Thank you much very love, much. brother. Peace. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're going to talk to Scott about what's going on down there in South Florida at the University of Miami. Love you. The, 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 the. Oh, the chain, baby! The chain! The turnover chain! We'll be right back out of these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Scott on the line. What's happening, Scott? Oh, not much, Daryl. Just uh, it's all about the you uh, talking here. I tell you what, yeah, I heard that, you was uh, down there at the game for that Notre Dame game. I didn't go this week. Went two weeks prior yeah. to it. Went to see Virginia Tech and Syracuse, but I didn't go this week. How was it down there? I know it was as oh, packed, it as was exciting rocking. as it was for the Virginia Tech. It had to be. Yeah, I tell you what, these kids are uh, they, they're playing ball now. Uh, they know they can hang with anybody. I tell you. Uh, the way I see it, you know, at a couple uh, months back, I was predicting we'd lose a game or two. I tell you what, they control their own destiny, and 
this whole team is like two years be, uh, ahead of time. I mean, the whole the whole team. I mean, is they're putting things together, especially that defense and the chain gang. I mean, that uh, that they're just uh, that makes them kids uh, pumped up for every game. You know, when, yeah. when uh, they get to get that uh, a chain around their neck, I mean, who wouldn't want that? You know, that's limelight right there. And, and you make a yeah. big play, you're going to get it. I mean, if you uh, get a turnover, you're going to get that chain. And that, that pumps that defense up. That's why they're playing like they are. Oh, and they're it's, playing it's, uh, some out-of-sight football, man. And, and you, you see this team. You know, uh, uh, i about it is, is uh, Rick is a genius for uh, for coming up with that because, I mean, it pumps, like you say, it pumps the defense up. And, and now, like uh, all the other things we've ever did, uh, you know, other other teams are trying to uh, do the same thing, you know, with the shoulder pads now. Uh, I mean, that, that, that's a, that, I call that a genius, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me, me too, Scott. I mean, this, I think this guy Manny Diaz came up with this turnover chain thing. So, But yeah. um, whoever came up with it, it, it's just genius as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and it's such a motivating tool um, for this Miami team. But I was yeah. saying, this team has so many players coming at you on defense till it's just... It's it's just really shocking. I mean, they play so many guys. You look up, they must play eight defensive linemen in a game. You just don't see yeah. too many teams playing eight guys on defensive on the defensive line. That that's the way you build your uh, uh, your backups up. You know, you, you you give them playing time, and that way, uh, any given time, they can step in and 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 pick up where we left off. Agree totally. Yeah, and this is such a great recruiting tool. Hey, man, you come here, yes, we're going to play you as a freshman. Don't you see this kid playing? Yeah. He, he's a freshman, you know? Exactly. Um, so, hey, um, um, Derek Smith, number 25, defensive back. Um, um, number five, Carter. Um, he, he uh, Amari Carter, um, defensive back, true freshman. Both of these guys get a lot of playing time um, for the smart rent team. So it's just so many guys. Uh, Jonathan Garvin, defensive lineman. Yes. Uh, true freshman. That's what number I Number 97. Hey, having a young team playing like that, I'm telling you, they're playing above their, uh, you know, uh, above their, I mean, they're playing two years above their, uh, uh, what we expected, you know? Yes. It, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, DJ Dallas, another kid, true freshman. You know, so you you come you come to uh, Miami, uh, you'll get a chance to touch the field. If if you're good enough, you do the right thing, you'll have a chance to touch the field. So I I really like what um what I what I see from um from from Mark Rick and his coaching staff. I I, do, I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, and uh, the, you, you'll see with the recruiting. I've already seen it this uh, past weekend. You see two more recruits uh, uh, committing and all. And I mean, it, it's going to carry on like that. I mean, when you got a, a good program and good coaches, I mean, heck, it, it takes uh, uh, like some of these uh, uh, kids are, are uh, from the, our last coach, uh, Al Golden. You yes, know, they are. A, co- a good co- a good coach is going to pump these kids up. They're going to get them 
to where they need to uh, play, where where we wasn't getting it done with, with Al Golden. You know, coaching is a lot of it, and, and we got a good coach now. Oh yeah. Oh man, we I, I just thank I just thank Georgia almost every day for giving giving Mark Rick to us, man, sending him back to us, man. I I, I really do. Yeah. And we're talking about some of these freshmen that are playing. Uh Navon Donaldson, you know, six six, two three fifty yep. freshman offensive lineman. You know, hey, it, it, it's 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 such a motivation to see these freshmen playing because now, some of the best players in the United States are going to say, hey, I'll go to Miami because I know I can play next year. If, if he's playing, right. I can play. So, yep. I, I, I like that. Um, I, I really do. I, I, I applaud Mar Rick over and over because I think he's doing yep. an outstanding job at the hey, university. I seen a sign at game day uh, saying uh, Alabama wants uh, Miami. <laughs> hey, I love, I love see stuff like that. That that is awesome. They they want Miami. Hey, <laughs> Miami is, is is the team right now. Uh, yeah, Miami is a team. You know, and I'm gonna tell you, Miami won't Alabama. I'm telling you, because if we get to Alabama, that means that we we playing for the show, baby. That, that's, that, right. That's, that's, right. that's what that means. Yeah, so we won't Alabama. And, and, Don't let nobody fool you. We are not running. We're getting from better and better every week. We're getting better and better every week. And and what we got to do is just take it one game at a time. But you take care of that. Uh, everything else is going to take care of itself. I agree, and I, and I think we got some work ahead of us. And all we got to do is just take care of our business. And and uh, and hey, just take care of our, take care of our business. That's what we have to do. You know, this team is really coming together, though, man, at the right time, yes, peaking at, at the, the right, right time. time. Yeah, you know, what more would you want for your team to play its best football at this point in the season? And we only want to get better and better and better. Howard Stoneberg yeah. used to say you either get better or you get worse. And I think I've only seen progress from this team every week from Duke to Georgia Tech to Syracuse, Virginia Tech. Notre Dame, this team has gotten better and better and better. So I'm I'm so happy to see that, see the University of Miami back from almost, we've heard people talk about we should get the death penalty um, to now we actually the number two team in the we, nation. We've heard it all. We, we've heard, uh, and it's the truth, it's us against the world because, I mean, that's that's the way. It's like at the game I had some young kid come up to me I was just, you know, conversating with him. He's from Notre Dame, and he's asking me, "Do you really think Miami is back?" I finally, before before I got through talking to to him, I told him, "I said, you tell me." I said, after this game, you tell me. <laughs> but right. that's just the way it's been. It, it, it's just it's, it's been like that for a while. Yeah, and, and, that's, it, and that's it's up question to, on a lot of people. It's up mind. to everybody else to say, "Is Miami back?" Right. We we don't have to say it. We don't have to say it. Yeah, we proved it Saturday night. Play the game. We're back. That's right. And all That's we right. have to do now is just stay back, sustain, That's sustain, right. sustain. And, hey Scott, we got to get out of here, yep. man. We got less than a minute to go. And Matt's telling right, me Darryl. it's time to go. Hey, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night on the Sports Info UM show. Give us a call. Talk about what's going on down South Florida, what's going on in the world of college football, what's going on in the world of sports. Yes, sir. It's all about the U. It's all about the U, baby. Go Canes.
Good Thanks, Scott. Hey, nah, man, Scott's a great guy. Been a few games with him down south. Been a few, uh, last time we went to Florida State, see Miami and Florida State game. Um, hung out with Scott down there in, in, uh, over in Tallahassee. But Miami is back. Number two team in the nation. We just got to hold on, sustain, do what we're supposed to do. It's, it's really strictly business from this point on throughout the season. It is strictly about business. Every decision now is a business decision. We've got to put, we've put ourselves, the University of Miami has put, this, put itself in a position that only a, a handful of teams are in, and they're one of those handful. Let's go, you. It's all about the you. Hey, guys, we'll be back next week with more sports information. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.